<laughs> We're both doing the uh, Night at the Roxbury dance. <laughs> I was doing the uh, Big Urn. <laughs> uh, episode 39 of uh, the Fun Employment Files with the People's Prince of Podcasting. And once again, I'm joined by the People's Jabroni. The human incarnation of the infield fly rule. <laughs> H. Huh? <laughs> what, what do you count? H I F F R. H I The Hiffer. The Hiffer. The Hiffer. The Hiffer. And we are guys, here. Guys, guys. Oh, God. The dogs keep bothering him because he wore his shirt soaked in meat juice. How <laughs> dare they? I can't, I can't blame them. <laughs> How dare they do the thing that is natural? But it's driving me bananas. It's driving this me shit bananas. Is, this shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Uh, yes. Episode 39 of the Fun Employment Files. And we are here. Um, And you know what we did yesterday, Listener. We watched Star Wars Rogue One, so you don't have to. <laughs> or is it Star uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story? It's Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Okay. Um, and we're going to spoil it. So if you haven't seen it yet and you want to see it. Uh, go fuck your mother. Yeah, go go fuck your mother. Then after you get done fucking your mother and make sure you come in her. Because I know your mother's. Because <laughs> we all want that three-headed mutant child. <laughs> I know your mother's and she loves that protein shot. She likes a D-U-M-I. That's a Dutch Underwood meat injection. <laughs> the dummy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we're going to spoil the uh, spoil the movie for you. First and foremost, it was terrible. No. <laughs> no, it wasn't terrible. I liked it. I liked it. It just wasn't. It didn't have all the member berries. It was Texas. It was Texas. It was yeah. Switzerland. And a couple of member berries. There was a few. There was some big ones, actually. There was uh, the shot of R2 and C-3PO at the Yeah, end. I don't like them. So she horned in there. Yeah, fuck them. Let's just shove this in there. Yeah. There's, they were actually. There was like a like a poster of Luke Skywalker, like from, looked like it was from Teen Beat on the wall in the. <laughs> I was, was like, I, I missed that. <laughs> no, it's a complete joke. Okay. I made things so, up. Hey, that's good. I like that. It's good. I like that. It's good. Um, the biggest member berry was, and I'm just say this about the movie, is a two-hour buildup of yeah. stuff I didn't like for the greatest scene of on, one of the greatest on scenes. Uh, the greatest scenes of all uh, time. Of, 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 in that, in of that violence, time. of just sheer utter bloody fucking murder. I mean, yeah, it, it was like Brock Lesnar running through a fucking it field was, of midgets. It was like if Brock Lesnar and Bill Goldberg had a kid mm. and that kid was violently burned <laughs> and then that kid somehow achieved godlike powers and then they encased him a suit that gave him superhuman strength. That's what fucking Darth Vader was in that scene. They oh, took his teeth from him. We're skipping ahead. Okay. We well, skipped way ahead. I know, but I'm just saying that was my whole thing with the whole movie is that well, it's because they got a 70 year old man to try to like in the in the in the uh, older movies they got a, like an old dude to play a, a badass and no that's not true at all david prowse was not old david prowse was actually an did an, they tell him to an play an enormous like a, power lifter did they tell him to play like a lumbering dude um yes like he was supposed to be powerful he was supposed to also be uh in great pain at all times he was actually uh you know cuz if you've seen episode three, you've seen all of them. Correct? Yeah, I've seen them. Okay. So you've seen what... I'm, I'm a fan. You've seen what happened. You saw what happened to Anakin. You know, 
both legs lopped off at the knee. Yeah, yeah, on the lava uh, thing. Yeah. Um, arm that was a really good chopped scene, off. Actually. There is a rumor that Steven Spielberg directed that scene, that George Lucas was not up to directing it. So, you know, hey. I'm actually thinking that might be true, you know, hoping it's true. <laughs> that'd be pretty dope. That'd, yeah. be, that'd be pretty neat. Spielberg actually offered to direct the entire movie. And Lucas wouldn't. <laughs> for free and just give him credit for it. I I remember seeing Spielberg's face when he came out of episode one and he was not happy with it at all, but he I and he was very diplomatic in his response. I think it's a lot of fun and people are going to have fun seeing it. No, it shouldn't have been that. It should have been. Jews can't hide their no, <laughs> their disdain. No, it was it was really he was really disappointed as he should have been because that movie was a piece of shit. It was awful. Episode one was episode two was even worse. Episode three I thought was good. Episode three Not was great. It was a solid eighty five percent B. They got a seventy nine on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I think I I disagree with them on that. I think it's slightly higher than that. I think that actually um, they would be right. For the first half of it, but once he actually be- becomes Vader, goes through the through the fall, then the movie gets good. Mm-hmm. So, and again, and here's the point I wanted to make about that scene and and Vader. Even you know, in the first movie, he's anonymous. He's just this big hulking, menacing figure, you know, and he's scary. He's a, he's a good villain. Then they build him up through the successive movies, and he became effectively probably. The greatest movie villain of all time. But then they systematically destroyed him. They got a whiny kid to play him. First, they got a dumb kid who couldn't fucking act to play him when he was a kid who should have never been near a fucking movie set. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh-huh. Woo! Yeah. You've been a great pal, C3PO. <laughs> I saw, make sure mom doesn't sell you or anything. <laughs> Fuck you, kid. Jake Lloyd deserved to be in that fucking insane asylum. Jesus, but anyway, dude. <laughs> I'm kidding. He doesn't. Jesus. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Joking. But um, they they proceeded to defang the greatest movie villain of all time. And they really neutered him. Yeah. This not only took him back to the status he had in the original movie, it made him way more horrifying. You know, even the scene where it shows him in the floating in the bath. Yeah. You know, keeping them together. That was neat. And then when he came in and, the, and of course, James Earl Jones was great doing his lines. And it was a very that was a good scene. It made me want to pull out a phone book. Listening to James Earl Jones. Because <laughs> he was the he voice, was, his voice of Bell. Bell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was that. And then that scene where and spoiler alert again for people who haven't seen the everything movie. is spoilers. Everything is spoilers. It is the end of the movie. The rebels have the plans. They're trying to get away. There is a team of rebels trying to get out of this hatch. The hatch is closed. The lights go off. All of a sudden, Vader's fucking lightsaber comes on and he starts to wreck fucking shop. He fucking kills 10 men in 20 fucking seconds. I mean, it is just God awful fucking just bloody fucking. We were high fiving mur- in, the, it was in the bloody theater. fucking murder. That one guy, get me out of here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they deserve something for that one sequence. Those guys were the best actors in the whole fucking movie because they were. And that's what I liked about it the fact that they were conveying the terror they were feeling at seeing this most powerful and evil Jedi, his powers 
completely unfurled, like just going to fucking just swinging dick, dude. It was fucking crazy, was it not? It was, Where he strangled really motherfuckers crazy. and throws one and up. He was, on this. They were shooting at him. He was like, choo, choo. he grabbed one blazer and threw it and fucking hit another guy with yeah. it. I was like, oh my god, this is awesome, you know? Because I think they did that to address the fact that um, Kylo Ren could do that. He could stop. Mm-hmm. Lasers. The one scene where the yeah. laser just yeah, sat sitting there. there for an hour. Yeah. And then once he got it. They should, they should have came back to that scene at the end of uh, Force Awakens and that laser still just sitting there. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> family guy moment. I don't know what I'm doing here. It's Peter's head. <laughs> it's a living. <laughs> <laughs> a quick question. Is uh, four o'clock good for you tomorrow to record the big show? Absolutely. Yes, Great. it is. We're going to record tomorrow at four. Great. The big show. So. <laughs> well! <laughs> um, opening scene, they do uh, they do the long time ago and far, far away thing. And but then, then, they then, but they then no the rolling crawl. credits. No, because I think they were trying to distance themselves from that. Yeah, they didn't. It's not. Apparently, it's not part of the saga. Right. Even it is they, canon. They could call it episode zero, though. Yes. They could. It is like a Resident Evil Zero type situation. And I was watching the, uh, the uh, Kevin Smith thing. Mm-hmm. And he said the opening scene reminded him of Inglorious Bastards, where they're there questioning the uh, guy, the uh, fucking scientist guy. Yeah. I forget his name. I'm not going to know anybody's name in this. <laughs> so, the scientist guy. You mean the- The guy that invented the Death Star. Oh, and yeah. family that actually That scene was actually not was, was actually pretty good. I had high hopes, like, from the beginning. I had- Hi, Hi hopes. hopes. Something about a rubber tree plant. Who cares? Yeah, uh, it was, but like in the the wife is hiding, and then mm-hmm. the kids, the the girls hiding. Here's the issue I had with that whole thing. That scene was good. That was a good opening. It really was. Um, they didn't. They did not develop that care that girl's character like at all. Not in the least little fucking bit. Why was she running? You know, I, I just that's my whole issue with the whole thing. No character development whatsoever. You know. Yeah. It was. Um, was she in like a prison camp or something? Like, ah, uh, fuck, I don't know. And it kept on skipping around to different planets and shit. And I'm just like, why do you keep doing that? I'm too uh, short attention span. It's not. I'm not. But I don't like that. Stick with something for a second. You know, it's. It's this planet. Then two seconds later, it's this planet. It's this. It's this. I was like, this seems like a giant Star Trek episode. It's just, it's not. It. it, it, it. I explained it as if George Lucas and J.J. Abrams had an idiot child. That's this movie. (laughs) You know, there's going to be moments where it shows, and it did. It's really good at the harmonica. That's great. Yeah. Hey, like John Popper level good. Really? Can't tie its own shoes. Yeah. Can't find its ass with both hands. <laughs> I, again, that but that one that one scene I would have paid twenty dollars to see. I really would have. You did. I did pay twenty dollars to see it, um, and it was just brutal. So, sorry. Yeah, I had to let the dog out. Woof 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 woof. Um, Okay, opening scene. Then she gets captured. Then, like, what happens after that? Like, it's, see, that's the thing. I don't know. Ten years later, we're somewhere else. And yeah, some shit's and going on. And they're, well, we need to talk talk to this guy. I'm like, all right, what guy? See, and I kept on. Okay, let's let's not build that character any. Let's not let's not show some of his epic deeds of destroying the empire and all that shit. He, they should have done that. 
That which, that would have saved it. About? Forrest Whitaker's character. Oh yeah, who is a direct. I don't, I don't want to say ripoff, even though that's what I put as a Facebook post last night, but he's uh, an homage to Tracy Morgan's homeless character. <laughs> buy, sell, buy. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds like Paul Heyman. Well, that was, that was, you keep quoting that as Paul Heyman, but that was actually Tracy Morgan <laughs> talking into his shoe <laughs> as a homeless person. Yeah. <laughs> Catch a doo doo pie. He <laughs> looked just like him. He was. He, it had. Yeah. Like, what was? Well, why was Forrest Whitaker? Like, is he like the the second black guy, third black guy in the in the Star entire Wars? Star Wars universe? Yeah. yeah, he's all fucked up. But technically, he, I guess he's the first. Yeah, since this is before the other movie. Yeah. So no, it's, his his character was. Uh, it had potential if they had shown just in in passing some of it, like a. Give me a montage of mm-hmm. of the shit he's he's done, you know, with with her. Apparently, he's great. Like show show him like guiding her to his house and like taking her how to train her how to fight all that stuff, and then you go through. You know, you can do that, and you can do that on the fly, and you can do it really well. If they'd have done that, completely different movie, completely different movie, and it would have been a great movie. But they didn't. It's, it so. was still good, but uh, uh, then. Like we're introduced to like a pilot, maybe is it? Does the pilot come in? Like the or this is where the diversity train kicks in. Yeah, and it was really <laughs> unnecessary. Again, oh, is it unnecessary to hire diverse people to play characters in movies? Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm a complete TV show and movie racist. Trump I train. Think, I think Trump train. Trump train. Like the Game of Thrones thing that I won't go into again. The fucking we've only yeah. gone into it every episode for <laughs> three weeks now. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't remember much about it. Like the fight scenes were pretty awesome. They were. The action was good. Oh, there's uh, the Grand Moff Tarkin. Is that his name? Yeah, it was his digital character, and it was. The, I mean, almost were, really fucking badass. I mean, it was pretty the way they should have done that, and I think we talked about it last night. Instead of having him turn around, yeah, and expose his face, reflection in a fucking mirror, reflect, right? reflection in the fucking glass where he's staring out at the galaxy or whatever the fuck he's staring out at, yeah, just a reflection. That's perfect. Yeah, should but not no, have been a, they should have not have, have been a character. Turn yeah. around and look like a video game, right? With, with all kinds of other real people. See where they where they went wrong with that is that they. You know, this story did have characters. The only character you needed from the uh, original movie was Vader. That's the only one you need, you know. And they could have just mentioned Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah. But they, I guess they wanted to shoehorn that motherfucker in. Yeah. They, and again, that dude's been dead for 40 years. No, Peter Cushing died. It's only been about 15 years oh, ago. Really? Yeah. He, he hung in there. The one happened, uh, where is the see? I'm I'm all over the place because I'm trying to remember because everything was just so unmemorable. Yeah, it's it was it was a like I said, it was a mess. It's just a mess. The whole movie was a mess. It wasn't awful. wasn't great. It had moments that were. It had it did have some dialogue that was cringeworthy. Like it was like the emotion was so forced. I was just like, ah, it sucked. It sucked. Ass. And uh, what I liked is that the robot. In it, he was good. Yeah, he was really, really good. Actually, that was a really cool character. But like, he's like way more technologically advanced than C three PO. It's a different kind of droid. Okay, 
C-3PO is a, C, I'm going to go to the nerd thing here. C-3PO is a protocol droid. He's used for uh, technical stuff like uh, communicating with other computers, um, being, you know, speaking languages. He is a service droid. That's what he does. That thing, whatever it was, I can't remember his name, is was an Imperial War droid. Like, it was used for combat and, okay. you know, all There was a good back stuff. and forth between the main character lady and him. Yeah, there was. They didn't like each other. And well, my, he had some really good one-liners. He's just yeah. like, well, you know, and then we all and then we all die in the vacuum of space. And he's like, not me. I can survive in space. Yeah. You know, I mean, I like those obvious. Like, and she's like shooting a whole bunch of people in like a little battle scene and she turns around and shoots what looks a, like him yeah. and then it falls down and he's behind it and he's like, did you know that wasn't me? Of course, the whole time. You know? <laughs> that was pretty good. I, it was seeing it at its moments. And I, I'm, people are justified in thinking that it's good. I, I, I completely believe that, but I did not care for it on the whole. On the asshole or mouth hole, belly button hole. The ear hole. <laughs> what is it? Anus. Pillow for me. God, what else? Uh, I can't remember anything else to spoil about this. Uh, it really looked like a like a 70s movie. Yeah, they. I think they hung to that, in a sense, a little too hard. I think, uh, I think they need to just go ahead and um, accept the fact that all the stuff in the 70s movie is going to look like 70s stuff and just... Carry on. Well, Abrams used practical effects too, but that's but different. Were- that's different. Awesome. Abrams uses practical effects because Abrams hates digital effects because he knows how shitty they can be. As per this movie, with the Princess Leia, especially at the end. Oh God, look- that was a fucking awful, awful, awful thing. Just get a young actress that looks like yes. her a little bit. Yeah. Everybody would have been cool with that. Yeah, we would have. Everybody would have been fine. We all would be. You know, it's you know, you know what Abrams should have done. What's that? He should just come back and shot episode four and continued on. The only stumbling block with that is he pretty much did, didn't he? Oh well, no, I guess just changed some characters. I mean, that's what I say. That's everybody's thing. <laughs> he just reshot it. Yeah, and it was so f- much fucking better. But <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not complaining about that. I thought that I know movie you're not, but was awesome. But my brother did. Well, all they did was reshoot the first one. I said, Which yeah, brother Bradley? Yeah, good this time. No, Ben. <laughs> I don't know him like, enough to talk shit. So. Well, he's my brother, and I love him, and he does have really good taste in movies. He really does. But on this one, we differ. He he said I, he's like I, I, I he was good, but it was just too much like this one. I was just like Ben. It was it had it all over. It was so much better. You know, yeah, I enjoyed the shit out of it. And I didn't I didn't care about the Star Wars. Stuff. Yeah, I mean, I I don't. He said he said that I was just like. Go back and with an honest eye, with an honest eye, watch the original Star Wars movie. It's not really that good. It's not that good. It's all over the place. It's it is. It's like it's like Rogue One. It's like rookie actors and well, I mean, it's what it besides, seemed like. Besides Alec Guinness, and, well, yeah, and I mean, Peter Cushing is in it. Yeah, the old dudes were great. Of course, I mean they're dignified Elizabethan British actors. Yeah. They're going to be good. Yeah, they're, they, Alec Guinness. They've walked the board. Alec Guinness so they know what's up. hated the fucking movie. <laughs> hated Star Wars. Made no secret of it. But he didn't really talk shit. He said, well, it's mystical to mumbo jumbo and it's something. And he said, but but this is a selling point of his. And this is what kind of guy Alec Guinness was. Alec Guinness was on cue, on time, every fucking day. Consummate professional. Was never late. Was never. You know what I mean? 
and he didn't believe he didn't believe in the film. He he thought it wasn't going. He to be, was nice to the end. He thought it was not. He was thought it was not going to be successful. Well, so did so did uh, George Lucas. Well, not no. George Lucas believed in it, but like the studio didn't. So yeah, it's it's amazing. The movie instead of getting paid for directing it. He, he got took the, the merchandising, merchandising rights. rights. <laughs> this is a story about love and loss <laughs> and the foresight to retain international merchandising rights. <laughs> Let's start with episode four. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's. Uh, but Lucas, you no, know, Alec Guinness and Peter Cushing and, and those guys are, are professionals. You show up. You're you're there to fucking deliver your lines. As a matter of fact. There's a, is a uh, notorious story about uh, Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher, and you can really see it if you look. There's a scene in Empire Strikes Back. They had gone out the night before and got fucking a shit hammered, like fucking <laughs> just coke and fucking you know, uh, whiskey. I think they were banging too. Oh yeah, definitely. He was like in his thirties, and she was like nineteen. Yeah, and he nice. was. Yeah, and he was. Nice. Very handsome, you know. Well, he's fucking Harrison Ford. Yeah, he's Harrison. Even then, he was fucking Harrison Ford. He's getting frantic. Yeah. Like Sting, he's tantric. Like Sting, he's guaranteed to satisfy. satisfy. <laughs> like Kurosawa, he makes mad films. Okay, he doesn't make films. <laughs> but if he did, they'd have a samurai. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's been. <laughs> been a while. <laughs> uh, fucking, uh, the, there was an, well, they did a sort of a. Uh, an homage to the original where they had like the hologram her dad is a hologram come up and tell her about how he made a weakness in the death star yeah i thought that part was cool and i thought that they made a movie like and and canonized it that way where you know they finally addressed that glaring fucking story hole <laughs> yeah we're gonna make this thing but well he was forced against his will to like make it to make the Death Star, right? That was that was the deal because he was like the smart scientist dude. Yeah, it's like the Nazis forcing. Oh, absolutely, smart Jews. Which to do you shit. know, and you know that was one of the things. Smart Jews, new podcast coming on the PFR <laughs> network. <laughs> Albert Einstein will be on there because he's figured out how to come back from the dead. It's going to be neat. Yeah, you guys are going to love it, unless you're anti-Semitic. <laughs> We are in West Virginia. No. <laughs> West Virginians don't give a fuck about you. I know. That's the thing, isn't it? They They'll hate everybody they, else. They, they, like, yeah. Yeah. I don't whatever. give a fuck. I don't understand why they don't like pork, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, there's a big ham over there. And they're not eating it. Yeah. I'm going to go ham on that ham. <laughs> <laughs> I want ham on that ham. Um, Man. Like I guess the fight scenes were good. There wasn't much. Fight of- scenes were good. the The blind monk guy was really cool. Yeah, and the uh, the machine gun Japanese guy. Yeah, he was. Those guys were pretty awesome. They they were. It was, but again, there was no development to them. There no, there wasn't. There should have been scenes like J.J. Abrams is good for that. J.J. Abrams developed, uh, especially the first Star Trek. Uh, Sniff into the microphone more. Just. Mm. <sighs> yeah. mm. Deviated septums all around. Yeah, it's pretty great. He's he was good in doing exactly what I said in his Star Trek movies, developing characters with three minutes to five. Star Trek movies time. or Star Wars? Star Trek. Oh yeah, he movies. did do the Star Trek movies. So. Or did, he, did he do the first one and second one? First one and second one. Nice. Star Trek Into Darkness is one of the best science fiction movies ever. It's really? well that even fight, better that than fight, Reanimator. <laughs> Even better than uh, Altered States. <laughs> you know, that movie changed Joe Rogan's life. Altered States did? Yeah, because it's about uh, 
deprivation Psychedi- tanks. Yeah, and, and psychedelic. He says it's it going back and watching it now, it's it's a bag of shit. But back then it was pretty great. Well, it's a very it's a very odd movie. Like it you know I've not seen disturbing it. even. In, in Disturbing ways. even <laughs> Leotards I got <laughs> <laughs> Two pair <laughs> Like how we mix Snagglepuss With uh, Hanukkah <laughs> Harry <laughs> <laughs> Hanukkah Snagglepuss mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, There was uh, Fucking uh, I'm really bad at this You're, I wish you liked the movie more so you could remember everything about it And bring stuff up <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> Well they They <sighs> Hold on one second. She asked me what I wanted to have. A big fat dick. Tell her you want a big fat dick to eat. I see. Okay, I'm looking at the text. It says fried chicken. I think you should get fr- fried chicken. I mean, is she making this fried chicken? No, she's can I come? It. Yes, you can. <laughs> no, I'm good. I had Taco Bell earlier. Hold on. I'm just telling her what I want. What you really, really want? <laughs> Very good. Um, okay. Uh, it had things. For one thing, one of the things I always liked about Star Wars is that hardcore sex scenes. Yeah, it was really great. Star porn. I'm sure um, that I know there's Star Wars. Uh, oh, absolutely. We'll there's 50 of them. Um, is that the Jedi were kind of shadowy? You didn't know where they came from and all this stuff. I think this shows that they come from the planet Jeddah. Yeah, place. So Jeddah. That's, that's where they're yeah. f- the Jedi from. Volkswagen. I'm like, wow, that was not. <laughs> Well developed at all Could have been <laughs> It's like I wrote it Whenever I was seven They could have uh, Actually showed somebody In the fucking temple Like y- y- You see what I'm getting at Like If you're gonna do that Do the f- Do the full fucking thing Have For one thing Don't try to do it one movie They should have done a, a sec- They should have done Three of these And what they should have done Is in the first one It, it that's my problem with it. It's too much. It's too much packed into one film. The reason it failed is because they did what they what New Line New Line Cinema originally proposed to George R. R. Martin. I mean to uh Peter Jackson. We want to do Lord of the Rings, but we want to do it in one movie. And he was like, No fucking way. What are you crazy? You know how much you know how much he's like, No, I Isn't won't he, do it. Isn't he from New Zealand? Yeah. What are you out of your mind? <laughs> No fucking way. <laughs> it's fucking bonkers. <laughs> a kiwi. Uh-oh. Kiwi. <laughs> um, it, yeah. They, they they stuffed too much in there. What they should have done is made three movies and just put them around. Because I could. I, we, I, we, like uh, we were talking about as we were walking out of the movies, like I didn't care about anybody. That's exactly right, because they didn't take the time to make you care. What they should have done was develop, uh, develop the girl over the course of a movie. Kind of like I know they they didn't do it because they they don't want to try to get accused of well you're just telling the same story you're telling from the new Star Wars movies blah 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 this and that yeah we are and we're making lots except of- for this girl's not a Jedi and yeah it, you what you do is I would have done a dark parallel between them like the girl had to grow up without the Force guiding her life she is one of the okay in Game of Thrones the people who aren't the lords and stuff like that are called the small folk. She's a small. Folk. She's one of the small folk, and she's West Virginia. Yes, basically she is, and she's. But they're getting ready to shake the pillars of power. That's that's how you tell that story. That they are not Jedi. They're not lords. They're not people in power. But they're getting ready to fuck everything up and shake the pillars of power like the hobbits did in fucking Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that's how you tell it. Yeah, you, you tell it like yeah, all right. Really. The first movie could have been. All right, Forrest Whitaker gets her. Again, like I said, training her, you know, 
almost you don't like him because he's trying because he's you you depict him as a real hard taskmaster. Sort of like he's the, really hard on. Sort her. of like the uh, samurai guy that uh, teaches yes. at Kill Bill. Yes, not that extreme. Can we not get Quentin Tarantino direct a Star Wars movie? I don't think he would want to direct a Star Wars movie. I think that he loves them, but I don't think he wants to direct. Could one. they not just back up a truck of money to his house and just let him direct a Star Wars? That's movie? not a motivation for him anymore. I know. His money's fucking made. I mean, the guy's made some of the greatest movies of all time. You know, I watched the rewatched the Hateful Eight the other day, and it's good. Went, Still good. Good second go around is good. Yeah, I mean it's it's rough at points. So like all the the uh, the n word getting chucked around. I don't give a f- yeah. yeah. I don't care about that either. But like you're like wow, they really did say it a lot. <laughs> they said it a, a bunch. Yeah, but it's um yeah, but make make Forrest Whitaker like that. And then at the end of that movie, that thing that they alluded to where like he, an angrier Mr. Miyagi. Yes. But that thing that he alluded to or she alluded to, you left me in that bunker by myself with a with, with you know, just a, a pistol and whatever. Do that scene. That would have been a powerful scene. He abandons her because he's forced to make that choice. And he knows that he's she's the only one that could have made it out because he trained her so hard. That's a movie in itself right there and a good fucking movie. Like he's Rajah Ghoul. I could write that. I could write that right fucking Let's now. Let's fucking do it. Okay, fade in. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. Um the girl gets she's shadow boxing in the corner. No. <laughs> we're going to show the scene where she gets she's in that thing waiting. He comes and gets her and says come with me and puts her in the ship and sets her down and said your parents told me to watch after you, um, so that's what I'm going to do. And you know, in a, like in, a, in a very tender way. But then the next day, he wakes her up in a not so gentle way. I don't know what it would be. Maybe uh, throwing what? No, throwing water on her or something. Be like, get up. It's time for you to get up. And he said, why am I getting up? Or or just waking her up and saying, you know, it's time to train now. And he just trains her how to use all these weapons. She should have been like a weapons master. That's what it should be. She's like, she's trained. She's peak trained to be this badass. She, like, she should be like Steven Seagal. Kind of. <laughs> I mean, you know, those things she had on her back. Yeah. She should have been. They should have showed him really teaching her how to use those she doesn't have the force at her back she doesn't have this so her training is necessarily brutal and difficult you know so that's what but he's but he's paranoid so he's trying to teach her he's like there's going to come a day where you're going to thank me for all this brutality that's a that's a line from it Mm -hmm. there's going to come a day where you're really going to need it and there's going to come a day where you know i'm not going to be there to help you anymore so that's the reason that you do this and she's going to be crying, and he's going to be t- alternating tender. He's going to give her a hug, and then they go back. And he's like, "Now it's time to train again." And he go back to training. So then you build that through the whole thing. You build that relationship between them that they love each other, but he's hard on her. And then you build that movie around hard that. <laughs> yeah, I get first it. movie shot. There you go. At the end, second movie a little bit more difficult. Um, you know, because I don't know how you're working in Vader and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Like Big Van Vader or Darth Vader? <laughs> Both. Both. Okay. I'm in. <laughs> Mastodon. It's time. It's time. It's Vader. Time. <laughs> no, I, I think we were talking about things you're egotistical about uh, and have a right to be. I think that I'm rightfully kind of egotistical about the fact that I can write a story. 
Give me enough time and I can put something together. From all those books that you have published, I can, I know. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I, I I know you can too. I can put something together. Like you did a, like your own version of the, uh, fucking Darth Maul Mm -hmm. fight. fight. Yeah. Yeah. Darth Maul and Darth Vader. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought that was pretty awesome. I, I liked it because I wanted to write it because I had never seen anybody do it, and I was waiting for somebody better than me to do it. So right, was, <laughs> right, right now you kind of sound like I drew the duck blue because I'd never seen a blue duck, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, blue duck!" Um, no, I, I just always wanted somebody to do that, and nobody ever really had. So I was just like, you know what? We'll just play with continuity. This is mine. I'm never going to give it to anyone, so I'm just going to put it on Facebook. And I did it. Like a- and it was actually a pretty good fight. It was, you know, it needed some polish, because I had not written at that point for a while. Like, I really was rusty. But, uh, spoiler alert, Vader wins. Uh, of course he does. But after a brutal struggle, like, it was a really... The version of Vader that you wrote in that uh, little story... Little story, that sounded condescending. That no, story it's okay. <laughs> ...is the version that they showed in this movie. The big, powerful... Terrifying. Sick of all this motherfucking bullshit. Yeah, just gonna get these snakes off my goddamn plane. <laughs> uh, yeah, but without being scarred yet. I mean, he was. Yeah. I, I like the fact that I was just like, I don't. Hayden Christensen is not my Darth Vader. He's not my president. I. I, I yeah, let's get into that. <laughs> yes, he is. Um, if you didn't know, they also they did some throwback to the original with the X wings. Yes. You know that was. I think I read today that those those dudes those, that was actual footage from the first one, and they just I knew it updated it. I've seen those movies a thousand times, and I knew that. I was like, that looks really familiar. It looks exactly like yeah. The, I wonder how much they paid. By the way, do. though, um, I gotta say, whoever wrote the battles knew what they were doing. That tactic to push that fucking star destroyer into the other star destroyer was pretty fucking good. Yeah, that was good. I was like. That's, you know, but in the, here's what I like about it. In the books and the expanded universe, the, oh, that's a trap. Those guys are known for their tactical genius. Like they are, they're amazing combatants. Like not physically so much, but tacticians. They're great tacticians. They're real brainy. Yeah. And, uh, I like the fact that they they based the one the, the the one that was like in command on Winston Churchill. That was like I'm Winston Churchill. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my ass, because I'm Winston Churchill. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what the fuck? Uh, I'm I'm trying to get. Like I said, it had moments that if if a better backdrop had been provided around it, fucking home run. You know, but they were isolated incidents of greatness in a mess. That's what it you was. Know what I thought was cool. What everybody dies. Yeah, but <laughs> again, because you didn't develop them, I didn't care. Yeah, all we cared about was that they got the plans for the Death Star to digitally enhance Princess Leia. You could have okay if you're going to make that the the guy who was going to shoot her father. You have to work him into the first story, and then he's lying the whole time, and then he's. He's going to take the shot, and he doesn't take the shot, and she finds out, and then they have a fallout. Oh, yeah, we forgot about that. What's yeah. his name? Uh, the uh, Spanish Diego Luna, is that his name? Yeah. The uh, Spanish guy. Yeah. He was going to shoot her father, right? Yeah. The and, girl's father. And rightfully so, because they was, he's this, you know, they were just trying to kill him. Uh, they made the rebellion a bit too desperate in this, I think. That was part of the problem, is that... Yes, I know it's rebellion against the Galactic Empire. I know you're trying to be gritty and more real. You don't have to be that real. 
it is a science fiction movie. It, it's a fan. What, what, but what's it's fantasy, yeah. It's a fantasy film. It's a fantasy story told in a science fiction dra- backdrop. That's mm-hmm. Star Wars. You could you could tell story. Well, they're all basically the hero's journey, like the yeah, the Joseph Campbell. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 all that. But it's uh, you can tell that story in, in virtually any backdrop. I can, I could I could work that into a samurai film. You know? Yeah, isn't every like uh, Superman? That's the hero's journey. Batman, yes. hero's journey. All, all any superhero. Superman is actually just the story of Jesus told sort of from yeah. two Jewish guys. That's what it is. <laughs> I'm gonna put him in a blue suit, <laughs> and he has dark hair because. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, they're putting all the uh, Superman movies on Netflix next month. That'll be good to a point. I mean, all the way up until Superman Returns. Uh, uh, yeah, but I'm saying that'll be good to a point because um, Superman 1, one of the greatest movies ever made. Superman 2 is still pretty good. It still holds up some. Superman 3. Lump of shit. Superman 4. Lump of shit. Two lumps of shit. Yeah. And then the Richard Pryor one. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Well, I mean, why include him at all? I like Richard Pryor. No, actually, no, I don't. I really don't care for anything he's done other than. I think it's a you you had to be there for like whenever he was. I think that it's overrated. I think that, quite frankly, he's overrated. I don't care for Richard Pryor pretty much at all. I don't think he's funny. I never thought he was funny. I think that Cleavon Little's casting in Blazing Saddles made that fucking movie. He was originally supposed to be cast. Richard Pryor was. Yes. It would have ruined that fucking movie. Yeah, Richard Pryor was a bit of an overactor. Yeah, and he was not. No, I mean, and he, was, he didn't have he he needed Gene Wilder to make his films. And I mean, I, I'm, I really don't have an opinion one way or the other. I just remember laughing at Richard Pryor when I was a kid. I haven't watched any. I remember ra- laughing at then. Richard Pryor when I was a kid too. When my sense of comedy was un, un, was undeveloped. Oh boy, that's that's. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I know I like it's pretentious. It, no, I get it too. It's, it's not. I, I don't. I didn't mean it to be pretentious. I'm just saying that I was not. It hadn't gotten to a point where I knew he was just cussing and doing wild things, and that was funny to me. You know, that doesn't. That's not a good comedian anymore. It can be. I like. I like. Uh, George Carlin made me laugh like that when I was a kid. But as I grew older, I saw that George Carlin's act was so cerebral that it was really. And he snuck it in. He really, really snuck it in. But his specials always went that way. I'm going to start with goofy stuff, and I'm just going to work it in. And well, the see, I, I, think there's a, I think there's a place for all silliness, all goofiness. I don't think you you have to be making statements. I didn't I didn't say anything about have to, but I don't have to like it. Yeah, you, know you don't know. I mean? That's don't what like I'm it. saying. It's, you know, a lot of people would go after me for that. Well, you don't like Richard Pryor? Why? It's like, because I don't laugh at it. Because I, I can't force myself to think it's funny. I tried to watch Live on the Sunset Strip. It was not funny to me. I was here with you whenever we tried to watch it. And w- was it funny to you? No. No, it was not funny at all. So Granted, we only gave it like 20 minutes, but... We gave it... it Enough. We gave it enough. 20, 20 minutes is plenty. For yeah. If I'm not laughing 20 minutes in, Bill Burr, I'm laughing two minutes in. As soon as he walks on stage, I'm laughing. Well, I, 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 yeah, he's, <laughs> he's got that big Irish head. Yeah. You know, he's mostly German. <laughs> is he? Yeah, he just looks Irish. Well, that's a that's a thing in America I, I, I've read is that uh, the German-Irish phenomenon, like those two groups really. Phenomenon. 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 <laughs> Do you ever you ever watch the Sarah Silverman program? Uh, no, it's good. I but, know. Uh, Brian Posehn was a character. He played a gay guy with uh, fucking what's his name? Another big fat comedian dude. Yeah, I forget his name, but he's hilarious too. And uh, they were stoned, and they were talking about uh, 
when they were grizzly bears together yeah. they were like they were like a couple yeah they were a couple that's <laughs> it's, it's hilarious and uh, and they were talking about they were real stunned they were talking about what if instead of a gun cops carried bananas in their holsters <laughs> and then brian pusingo's banana cop do 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 banana cop do 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 Banana cop. Yeah, that that series is highly underrated, if you ask me. Um, the Sarah Silverman program. Yeah. <laughs> um. Now, last night on the drive home, we were comparing this Star Wars movie to versions of the Four Horsemen. Okay. Yeah. For now, what okay. do you think? The, what do you think the best Star Wars movie is? What version of the Four Horsemen the best? The bet the best Star Wars movie is to you. Which one is the best Star Wars? Empire Strikes Back, and that would be Arn, Oli, Tully, and Ric Flair. Yes, that is hands down. Yeah, Empire Strikes Back is, is is that version of the Four Horsemen. Yes. Second best. Second best. Force Awakens. Force Awakens. So that would be that's a tough one. Yeah, picking the second best version of the Four. It Horsemen. would be uh, Arn. Gene. Gene was never in the Four Horsemen. Are you sure? I promise. I, I'm I'm sure that you're right. Okay. Um, Tully. Arn. Tully. Arn. Of course. Rick. The Nature Boy. Rick and Barry Windham. Barry Windham. That's your second favorite version. Yes. My second favorite version. This is not going to be very popular. Okay. Rick. Arn. Benoit. Okay. Malenko. It's not bad because that's when I first got back into. Okay, it well, after this is like interesting. Four year absence. This is interesting. Let's let's do this to, that, back to Star and Wars. I would say The Force Awakens is my first favorite Star Wars movie. You like it better than Empire Strikes Back? Yeah, uh, but I only saw Empire Strikes Back once recently. Oh man, the the dialogue is so powerful. I need to watch it again. It's but uh, fucking Irvin Kershner brought the fucking heat on that so fucking movie. I would say that. Uh, for me, uh, Force Awakens is the is Arn, the, Oli, okay. Tully, and Rick. Okay. <laughs> that version that you mentioned. We're really sinking uh, teeth of, into this. Yeah, of the Horseman. For me, the correlation to the Star Wars movie would probably be Return of the Jedi. That's Benoit, Malenko, Stinko yep. Malenko, yep. Machino, uh, <laughs> Arn, it, and Rick. It has truly good points to it. But on the whole, I don't think it's as good. I think that... Uh, Return of the Jedi is the thing with the Ewoks is ridiculous and dumb. And uh, I think that uh, I think that a lot of the dialogue is stilted. I think it, I think that he hired Richard Marquand just because he could control him and just re- direct the movie through him and not have to do the work. That's mm-hmm. that's what Lucas did. Um, I like. And again, I'm still trying to relate this back to the to the four horsemen. <laughs> I, I think that your that, third. What's your third favorite? Star Wars movie Third favorite The original The original New Hope Yes And Your third favorite version Of The Horseman God we're getting into some It's getting rough uh, Some picks You know it, I mean, It's like picking fantasy football There's you have to, Arn There's Arn Tully Rick It would be the sting Lex. It would be the sting Oh that was a very short yes. Short period too. It would be the sting That was Arn Oli Rick and, and Sting Yes It would be that one Because Tully was gone by that time Yeah I like that That's a good version of the Four Horsemen though It is It was a very short lived version But, but that's really But that's one. a good Star Wars movie I mean Yeah We've talked shit about it But really when you go back and watch it It's not a bad movie Especially Especially And, and everybody's gonna get on to me for this With the updates to it When he went through it And he redid, yeah, redid stuff I remember that It was I actually It was better it's, it, it is one of the 
they actually there was a thing on the the internets where they were talking about the things that George Lucas did right with, yeah. the, with and I think I saw that screen rant maybe yeah and they were talking about in Star Wars that pretty much all of it was good you know there was a little bit of unnecessary stuff they you know they threw a little dewback lizard in there that they shouldn't have they uh, you know it was kind of goofy but then uh, they talked about the Empire Strikes Back how. Every update he made was completely awesome and made it just made a four star movie into a five star movie. Like, cause it, it opened it up and made it look a lot better. And it was just, it, it, dude, Empire Strikes Back is such a good fucking movie. I mean, it need is, to watch it again. Do you it, have it? I don't. I need to buy them on, on Amazon and just give you my account so you can watch all the stuff I've got. But okay. Now your fourth favorite Star Wars movie is <sighs> that's a rough one. It would probably be Rogue One. Rogue One? No. Return of the Sith. Or Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Episode three. Would that be the the Four Horsemen with Lex Luger? Yes, it would. Yeah. That was the dark time. Yeah. But not the darkest time. What would what would God, we're getting into this is this is the ones right here. What would Rogue One be? Rogue One would be well, for one thing, it is behind every other Star Wars movie except the prequels. Okay. Um, so therefore it's going to be what the fifth version of the horseman, which that, is flair. Yeah. Arn. Yeah. Mongo. Mongo and Benoit. Yeah. It's going to be that one. <sighs> That's the worst version of the horseman. <laughs> no, I'm going to have to look it Definitely up. Definitely not. The road warriors were in the horseman at one point. No fucking way. Yeah. I got to look it up. I'm sure. The four. Horseman. I'm looking this up. I'm going to go to Wikipedia. And we're going to figure out who all was in the fucking horseman. Uh, I clicked on the wrong thing. I clicked on the four horsemen of the apocalypse. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Members. Let's see. Barry Wyndham Sting. Sid Vicious was in it for a while. There you go. That shitty as fuck. Paul Roma. There was a version with a guy named Paul Roma. Brian Pillman was in it for a minute. Yeah, I remember that. Jeff Jarrett. And Kurt Henning. Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect. I don't remember that one. Really he was well. actually pretty. I think pretty Jeff Jarrett and Henning were in at the same time. Yes. Jeff Jarrett was awful. He was the worst. That fucking. Just, he did the fucking Bruce Beefcake strut. Yeah. And then he stole Ric Flair's platinum blonde that he just. Well, I mean, Ric Flair stole that too, but. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but he. They're stealing and there's borrowing and then they're stealing. They're stealing while the guy's still active on in the same company as you. <laughs> or there's also stealing and you you make it better. So yeah, like that doesn't make it clear. You know, what is it Salvador Dali has said? He said, good artists borrow, great artists steal. Yeah, that's true. So that's very true. That's also true. Um So anyway, that was that was our Star Wars. Spoiler filled, yeah. I recap mean, going down, going down the list. The worst Star Wars movie is Episode Two. Remember the? I think the the Star Wars movie that I've seen the most was the Ewok special that came on like <laughs> Sunday Battle night, for Endor Sunday night movie or something. It was actually that one was actually not terrible. It wasn't. I loved it when I was a kid. Yeah, I did fucking, too. It's fucking Star Wars. A bunch of giant Yorkies. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Look at him! Well, the Star Wars Christmas, Look at him go. the Star Wars Christmas special. It's far down the list. It, it might be the worst Star Wars connected thing there is. Uh, what would we call that? Like 
That's that's the Mulkies. That's <laughs> Bill and Randy. Yeah, we'd have to create a version of the Horsemen for <laughs> the Mulkies, George South, and it's, it's, uh, okay. <laughs> it's uh, if if somehow the Four Horsemen got together and it was uh, and it was just Paul Roma. Mongo McMichael, <laughs> Jeff Jarrett, and uh, and Sid Vicious. For some reason, they got together. That that is the Star Wars Christmas. God, special. if they came out and that crowd didn't boo them and pelt them with beers, <laughs> I would lose my fucking faith in humanity. <laughs> but there's that one guy, Paul Roma, is his favorite wrestler of all time. <laughs> I tell you, I like Paul Roma. He's a get good worker. Fu- get the fuck out! He's of my a house. good worker. <laughs> Yeah, and you know that guy's out there. Oh, you know he's out there. And just and I mean, there's some. There's lots of guys who like the Italian stallion. Hey, I like the Italian. Stallion. You did not get the I did fuck too. out. He was fucking terrible. He's just, he was just a jobber. Mid card. Mid card. Fucking mid. He wishes he was mid card. He was fucking. <laughs> he was a curtain jerker. <laughs> curtain jerker. <laughs> he was. He was opening the show. <laughs> Getting squashed by Boogie Woogie Man Jimmy Valiant. He came, but he came to uh, Golly Bridge. I know, I was there. He was fucking huge. He was a gigantic dude, man. He came fucking recently, but I was there when I was a little kid, and there was an in- indie show at Golly. Oh, really? The Italian Stallion? Yeah. Kid? He's still a great big old dude, or I was I was a little kid. Oh, so everybody was a great big old dude to me then. Mm-hmm. <sighs> God, some seeing some of that and seeing you know. I would do anything to meet Kevin Sullivan, you know, just pick his brain because he's like, he's, he's a, here all the time. He's a straight shooter. Like, I, he, I, he I like did, hearing him talk. He did a lot of the booking back in the day. Yeah. For uh, Ricky Morton. W- met w- him. W- great fucking guy. Yeah. Really nice guy. Uh, Just Robert Gibson. Haven't met him. Met him once. Is he a dick? I've heard he's a dick. Met him once. Give me a wonky eye. I never met him. <laughs> I'm sure I shook hands with him because we'd always dad would take us to the house shows in Charleston. Yeah, and uh, I would always stand out there where the baby faces would walk out and shake hands. Yeah, and then they'd walk by. Yeah, baby, <laughs> <laughs> it's beef your time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking um, Duke Beefhammer's greatest wrestler ever. I, I ripped off a uh, a sequin off of Ric Flair's robe. Oh, once. did you? Yeah, and I dropped it. Don't think I wouldn't have that fucker framed here. Oh, don't think I wouldn't just <laughs> fight you to death for it. I fucking earned it. <laughs> so, what else do you want to talk about? Anything else you want to get into? Um, I don't, I'm anxious to see where this is going to go with the Star Wars thing because the next one's being directed by I think it's Ryan Johnson. And I'm going to look up his yeah. Let's his stats. Let's cross our fingers for the next Star Wars movie. You know, let's pray for the next Star Wars movie, you guys. Because The Force Awakens was great, and it's directed by J.J. Abrams. So I, I just wish he would direct all of them. You know, Ryan Johnson has directed nine movies. He's directing Episode Eight of Star Wars. He's directed three episodes of Breaking Bad. That's okay, pretty good. Looper. Never seen it. I heard it was. I actually heard that movie was really good. He's not directed. He's not done much, man. One episode of Terriers TV series with uh, Donald Logue, the brothers Bloom, Brick, and that's it. Let's see what he's written because I think he wrote this too, and he wrote episode nine. Okay, he's done a lot of stuff with. Uh, he wrote Looper, Brothers Bloom, Brick. Episode nine is already written. Uh, he's done the story treatment for it. It's probably not written yet. Oh, he wrote the screenplay for episode eight. I, I, I'm really. 
That's a lot of fucking faith to throw in somebody that has it is. Such a small resume. It is, but here's here's the thing. As George Lucas went, so will J.J. Abrams with this. You know what I mean? He's he's going to be, his fingerprints are going to be all over this, you know. Do you think his fingerprints were on the one we saw last night? No, not at all. Sort of just a passing interest. Yes. Who directed that one last night? I want to see what else that dude did. Oh, uh, we we looked that up. I looked and, it up, and, and I it was even... not like extensive or impressive. Let's let's take a gander here at this some bitch. A gander's at it herself. Director, who's the fuck? Gareth Edwards. All right, Gareth. Your stupid face. Monsters. Okay, Monsters. Godzilla. Rogue One. Uh, not much. Not much. Yeah, it was not an impressive resume. I mean, it's more impressive than mine. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mine too. Yeah, fuck. Uh, you just want to call this an ep? We're in about an, almost an hour there. You yeah. Want, you getting tired? Yeah, it's been a 12-hour shift today. Aww. You got a song you want to go out on? You want me to find something? Uh, you lose the cable there, Chief? I did something with it. There it is. Silly goose. Fucking idiot. I know. Fucking dildo. Dildo. Just, let's just uh, let's hear what Mr. Taters has to take us out on. Uh, let, me, let me go through the... Uh, I'm, I'll find something. <laughs> take your time. <laughs> oh, uh, I never played this one, but... Yeah, uh, fucking play it. This, this could be Darth Vader's theme. All right, guys, episode 39 of The Fun Employment Files is in the books. Thanks for listening. And uh, remember, don't listen to this if you want to see the Star Wars movie. Because <laughs> we vaguely spoiled almost all of it. <laughs> we what did. we could remember, anyway. Yeah. Thanks. Love you. Love you.